Welcome to AFL Analyzing Freddie K, the podcast with Australia's least insightful footy analysis. I'm Callum Thomas, and alongside me is Brooke. Pleasure to be here, KJ. And then, of course, star of the show and aspiring body sculptor, it's Freddie K. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, we'll kick things off with another edition of Headlines for Breddy. Here we read out some recent headlines, and Breddy is going to use his unmatched AFL expertise and unique intelligence to explain to us what the article is about. The first headline we have for today, Breddy, is Why Essendon Don't Need to Pull Its Strings. Why Essendon Don't Need to Pull Its Strings. What is that article all about, Breddy? Apparently they got cats to do it for them. To do what for them? To do... Pull strings? That's what cats like doing. So, you want to expand on that just a little bit? I'm not sure we've got enough information for a full article. (laughs) Well, you know, cats like to. If you've got a string dangling down, cats will pull on it. Cats will pull on strings. It's it's actually aimed at the probably Geelong cats, really. Geelong cats, despite Essendon being in the 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 headlines. So, do you think Essendon's playing with string at the moment, and they don't need to be, basically, because cats should be doing that instead? Well, it would make more sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so is that your final answer? Well, my fi- exactly. My final answer is that... that um, jo- hang on. Who are we talking about? Essendon. <laughs> Why Essendon don't need to pull its strings is the headline, Brady. Well, Essendon shouldn't be pulling its strings anyway. It's Geelong string to pull. Yeah, okay. So st- just leave that to the cats. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, uh, very creative there, Brady. Uh, Essendon are reportedly very interested in trading for Bulldogs forward Jake Stringer. And the article suggested he wouldn't be a good fit with their young squad. Well, better at the Cats, wouldn't he? Surprisingly, though, yeah. <laughs> it, it, uh, it has been rumoured that he could go to Geelong and that would be a better fit for him. Perhaps uh, Brody very subtly hinting that he's got a source suggesting he's going to the Cats. He didn't want to really claim it, but yeah, very cerebral work there, Brody. Oh, that's it. All right, and uh, <laughs> the next headline we have for you. Sorry, it's pretty loud. Son's awkward chat. Sorry, it's pretty loud. Son's awkward chat. What's that all about, Brady? Oh, it sounds like I reckon someone got overheard, I reckon, in a uh, in public there when maybe yep. there was a the coach uh, let a player have it or, you know, and... Uh, a was, coach, a player, so yeah. Oh, maybe I'm going to... Well, I'd go with coach and player. That'd be the most obvious, but yep. maybe it potentially it was a, you know, CEO and a coach having a conversation out in somewhere, public, and someone overheard and... the the media got onto it. So that was speaking too loudly and uh, someone was eavesdropping. Media, I think, yeah. So that, that's, that's a fairly good sort of rational explanation of what that headline could have been as opposed maybe to the of strings. Well, uh, actually, Gold Coast star Tom Lynch was being interviewed via video on TV show AFL 360. He was at some sort of event where there was a bit of background noise and Robbo was grilling him about his long-term commitment to the Suns. After skirting around the questions... Uh, Lynch ended up claiming he couldn't hear properly. Oh. Oh. Probably makes a little bit more sense than um, your... I thought mine was good. Your strings... Uh, yeah. No, no, yeah, no, that was good by Brad. We're getting better. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was a pretty good... I thought that, I thought it was onto that. Yeah. Wasn't cool. even joking around. I thought it was uh, <laughs> spot on the money, but... Uh, gee, they're not doing a very good job with these headlines, are they? Really? Like they're misleading, do you feel? Well, uh, you, you, yeah, it, it, you kind of want it to be a, a play on words or a bit of a pun, you know. These aren't doing anything. Well, they are, but you might just not be <laughs> quite picking up on, uh, on it's, those. It's all right, bro. I think you'll absolutely nail this one. Yeah, all right. Uh, the next headline we have for you, Brady. What happened to the orange tsunami? What happened to the orange tsunami? Now, what's that all about, Brady? Pretty straightforward one, this I one. I know what this one is, actually. Yep. So I think I want to do it. Yep. 
and is GWS are the the orange tsunami, which was supposed to be the the bees knees of uh, teams this year, and they uh, flopped. Uh, that's actually pretty much correct. Without getting all the specifics, I'm I'm very impressed with that, Brady. I, didn't think I mean, they could it. still make a prelim final though, Brett. So is that really a really flopping? Or you just think that they, they, in it, they? they are still in it. <laughs> I mean, they haven't flopped yet. They could flop later on today when they play West Coast. Oh, they yeah. have allowed the flop to continue. Well, you're very confident in West Coast. So you reckon That's this right, is yeah. a, this headline's almost, almost a prophecy of what's going to happen to GWSD? Well, they've tried to say they're flopping kind of pre, and then preempting the season to finish today, aren't they? But, they're trying, they're trying to make it look like they're predicting it today that they're going to lose, but if they don't, they kind of said, oh, we didn't, we didn't say they were going to flop. They're kind of half, half, they're half and half, aren't they? They're half in, half out. Crystal not clear, having, as always. They're not having a real crack like I have, and, and, and just, you know, you know, round 10, boom, get it right. You know, nail it. Yep, so, just for those of you who Stop paying attention for about 30 seconds there. Uh, the Orange Tsunami was a nickname for GWS when they were at their best, which is what Brady alluded to. And uh, the article was about Paul Ruse recently slamming the club for their lack of defence and questioning what happened to the Orange Tsunami. All right, and the final headline we have for you, Brady. Hamshake could have weirder sequel. Hamshake? Hamshake could have weirder sequel. What was that one about? I can really see you are uh, you thinking hard on this one. I'm sure you can work it out. Do allegedly have a shake nice could have a something sequel? What was it? Ham shake could have weirder sequel. Weirder. I mean, that's very vague, isn't it? Uh, well, depending on. Can't get much vaguer than that. Um, do, do you remember us maybe talking about ham earlier on in the season, Brett? Twice, maybe. Mm. Mm. No. <laughs> no, it's, unfor- it's unfortunate for times like this that you don't actually listen to our podcast. <laughs> um, but I'll try and jog your your memory. Uh, Josh Jenkins suffered food poisoning from dodgy ham prior to Adelaide's clash with Geelong this year. Mm. And Harry Taylor then released a piece of ham when he shook the hand of yes. Jenkins after the game. Now, as you may have heard yesterday, Geelong's Tom Lonergan missed the semi-final win over Sydney due to sausage roll-related food poisoning. <laughs> so this article was recommending that Jenkins attempts a sausage roll handshake in the upcoming prelim final to return the favour. Oh, jeez, it's a stretch, isn't it? So you're not happy with that? that you have to think a fair... You have to know about 16 different references of what's happened. Or just, well, two. Yeah, <laughs> which is a lot to a couple, some people. A couple, yeah. At least a couple, and there's a bit going <laughs> on there. And then you have to link that it's a the ham with the, the sausage roll. Oh, a bit too much, I think. Bit too much. I, I would call it a fail. You, you, so you've reorganised this segment to just you criticising journalists headlines. now. Yeah, or headlines. oh, at least headlines of yeah. journalists. Um, yeah, I think I have. Yeah. But. How, where would you hide the sausage roll if you wanted to give it to him in a handshake after the game? <laughs> maybe, maybe they're thinking like a, a party sausage roll. You could probably sneak that in this side. Yeah. <laughs> Might be a bit mushy by the end. Yeah, I was going to say, don't warm oh, it up before because that, that could give you some burns as well. It's just, yeah. you know, don't put sauce on it. That's just going a bit far. <laughs> yeah. Mate, so it's maybe. gone from ham, which is like thin and you could kind of put it wherever you want. Now sausage roll, yeah, it's pretty big. Well, well this hasn't happened yet and it, oh, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. And then it's a tough one to pull off. And then you got those ham. Well... The homemade ones, which are even bigger. 
Yeah. So you reckon he brings a homemade sausage <laughs> roll, which could be, you know, a foot long or something. Like that. <laughs> just, Pretty just, 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 shorts. Yeah, so, just to shake, uh, shake hands with him afterwards. Yeah, maybe they could um, have this all pre-planned so Geelong is so confident they'll win that um, they can get a runner to bring out the sausage roll for the handshake at the end. Yeah. Well, look, I think there's something going wrong with food food poisoning in general. What are these guys doing? Well, yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that, Brett, because we were also going to ask um, Tom Lonigan. He got food poisoning from a dodgy sausage roll in the lead-up to the game. Mm. This is a very important final. What, what's he eating a sausage roll for? Do you reckon that's ideal preparation? Well, I don't know. Those homemade sausage rolls are pretty good. Tasted them? Yeah, so, okay, so you, you would recommend uh, a sausage roll? So it's it? more about taste before, say, a big footy game or a big game as opposed yeah. to something that may be more beneficial or nutritional I'm, or something I'm sure like it wasn't that. straight before the game. It wasn't like that, uh, you know, you saw that, everyone saw that YouTube uh, clip with the, you know, the guy while the match is going eating the pie. Uh, yeah. It wasn't like that. No, it wasn't like that. I mean, I guess it was either the day before or on, on the yeah, day nothing for, wrong with that. for breakfast. They would eat, so, oh, they felt players would eat so much. That's just probably one, that's probably one sausage roll. Could it, could have been one of ten. Because, <laughs> I mean, those guys could really... You know, so, I mean, and... he's really... He was playing the odds game pretty poorly because he was having ten sausage rolls. <laughs> the odds are one of them's going to be a bit dodgy. Well, or it could have just been the sheer volume. I mean, ten you know sausage what? rolls. Maybe it wasn't. That's, maybe that's the problem. Maybe it wasn't. Or maybe maybe it wasn't, or maybe it was homemade. Maybe, if he made it himself, well, he's got his own... He's got himself to blame. Play. Or his own if self. It, as if you he went and, you know, bought the whatever, Mrs. Max or whatever it is, maybe... Oh, there we go. Could be a sponsor deal there. Okay. Uh, maybe, and you know, he got 10. Well, they're probably guaranteed to be the same every time. And yep. Maybe. Is something from a factory, you reckon, mm, safer? Probably. So what you're saying is um, perhaps Mrs. Max or some other kind of sausage roll company should really get involved in uh, making pre-game meals for mm. the AFL players. Yes, that would be good. Maybe yeah. have some extra, you know, protein or whatever they need in there. Yeah. That is a great idea. I think that that needs to change next season. We need to make it real professionalism, with this, especially with sausage rolls. Yeah. And especially with having ten. <laughs> nothing spells professionalism like having a sausage roll, roll before yeah. the... Maybe not before the game, but, but the, the day before, they've got to have so much. You're going to have to pack it in, you know, whatever. Lettuce, you know, and all the other stuff they need to have. Uh, but sausage okay, rolls. So so lettuce and sausage rolls, yeah. No, that's a, that's a good <laughs> that's meal. A, that's making a pretty gourmet, Brett. It's, it's all part of the mix. You've got to add your greens in there. All right, well, I mean, considering you, you think sausage rolls are a, a really good choice, are there any foods you actually think are inappropriate to have before a game? Is there anything that might mess you around? Obviously, sausage rolls... I reckon chilli wouldn't be good. Go so, straight through so you. chilli? Go straight through you, and coffee. Coffee and chilli, probably, probably not great options. But anything else, like the kernel... I would have thought <laughs> players take no-dos and, you know, caffeine before yeah, the game, I, I think, gets them going. So coffee, I don't think, is terrible. Mm. I would have thought a sausage roll was worth myself, yeah. but uh, I mean, I'm not the, the medical expert yeah, you, on this panel. Well, yeah, exactly. You can't. You don't want to be eating too too close to the game because they're running around, right? You know, which is not good because if you running around is, is not good. Hey, this is going. Well, no, 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 not when you've eaten because the the your, you your sound stomach, like a real pro on this no, topic, right? I'll tell you something. The stomach. <laughs> what happens is if you eat something, blood goes to your stomach, all right, and then then it's not in all your other organs, so you can't run really fast and do all that other stuff. So it's a problem if you eat too close to the game. So you're going to have two hours before not eating. So bad sausage roll time, two hours before the game. If it's if it's 
any shorter than that, you're in trouble. So, but prior to that, go have, for it. Have as many sausage rolls as you want, as long as it's at before, least two hours before the game. Before that, exactly. so you, you seem very learned on this subject. So you, we, everyone knows you play ninth grade amateur hockey. So what's your routine, or what food do you eat before you uh, play a big game? You'd want a carb load, I think. Definitely want a carb load, and you know we don't take it too seriously. So you can still have a couple of beers the night before, but you know not get too carried away. So beers and sausage rolls before the big game, and that's yeah, fine. That's your or standard maybe routine. Beer, probably sausage rolls day before, maybe not right on the day, but definitely day before. That's fine. Play on. Yeah. Especially the homemade. Those homemade ones, I reckon, come with yeah. a bit more goodness. Even though you think that Mrs. Mac should be getting involved with the sponsorship deal. Yeah. Why not? Because I think it's a, a great little sausage. contradictory, Brett. <laughs> well, but it, yeah, I just think, you know the standard ones are so little, and they kind of you know there's you know the rumours that they just scrape it off the ground in the factories. You know, really make a real <laughs> shot. You know, solid. You know, a real tasty kind of. You know, a real good one for the you know, I, the AFL's, I, AFL AFL players would really appreciate that. Gee, it's a it's a pretty interesting day for Mrs. Max because uh, I reckon they would have been having AFL clubs calling them up after they listened to the first part of this podcast, but now they'll be hanging up the phone. They won't be interested at all, knowing that they now get their sausage rolls primarily from stuff they scrape off the ground. In the <laughs> well, no, no, no. That's, we, we want to dispel <laughs> rumors from Rumoured by Brett. We want, to get so. rid, we want to get rid of those rumours and make some good ones, and then, you know, so the AFL can get right behind it. Yep, you're making some really coherent points here. <laughs> maybe, maybe they can even have a show there. Like, you know, where the AFL players, maybe, you know, they've got all these cooking shows. Yeah. Get involved with one of those and have the AFL players make show rolls. how they make the sausage rolls probably in the right in the right context and not with, you know, getting in the food poisoning stuff. Do it all in the health and safety, you know, conscious way. All right. To avoid so, the problems we've had this season. I mean, it makes sense. There's been a lot to, to digest, so to speak, with <laughs> all that you've said, Brady. So we also want to have a um, probably a full series of AFL players learning to cook sausage rolls on some sort of reality TV show format as well. I'd say at the start of the year when sort of the umpires give their give their handbook and say what they're going to be focusing on, yeah. players get training in media, they should also get training in, in uh, how to rolls. make sausage rolls. Yeah. By the sounds of it, and that would... Critical. Yeah, yeah. I reckon be very You important. know what, AFL players are on every other bloody show. Why not chuck them on a cooking show? Has it been done? I don't think it's been done. Uh, not to my knowledge, but I don't watch every single TV show. Yeah. And I, you know what? You know who might be a good leader for a good person to start the show? Get Fev back. You really want Fev, Fev back and Fev could that. host yeah. the show. He could like, hey, come on to, you know, uh, we call it Fev's, um, something cooking, uh, Fev's... Fev's cooking show? Is that what you're going oh. for? Food, food starts with an F as well, so probably yeah. chuck that in there. Fev's food. Fev's food. Oh, alliteration. Fev's version. food factory. <laughs> Fev's food factory. There we go. Boom, when they come on... They literally... Isn't that a bit of an ironic title, given that you're focusing on the homemade sausage rolls rather than... (laughs) Very clever. This this is just... uh, This is probably a topic for another podcast now, uh, Brady, so... Yeah. Yeah, but it's a factory, but it's the right way. It's the right way. Yeah. And it's it's, it's all homemade. Well, in the factory. Which is the show, and you know, which is like the... Couldn't be more clearer, Brett. (laughs) All right, so moving on with AFL Analyzed, um, (laughs) there was was a bit more uh, talk about what players put into their bodies during the telecast last night, uh, when you may have noticed Daniel Menzel having pickle juice on the bench, which is apparently to relieve cramping. So we just wanted to check, do you have much pickle juice experience, Freddie? We do know that you've cramped up before playing sport. Double, yeah. I had a double cramp a few games ago. Yep, went down like a bag of... Yeah. Bag of pickle juice. Yep, bag of pickle juice on the field. Luckily, it was only 30 seconds to go, so I just rolled around for a bit. 
Yeah. Um, but you could have used the pickle juice. You probably could have scored two goals. <laughs> had an emergency pickle juice. If I had to go to could have, yep, exactly. If I had been able to get up and get the pickle juice. Um, but yeah, pickle juice, never heard that one before. No, you haven't. Oh, really? And no. You go to a lot of medical conferences to get all this information that you speak pickle, to our fans. Pickle juice. I reckon experimenting, right? I reckon it's something mum, his mum's told him, and I reckon he's uh, just thought, all right, I'll stick with that. Uh, it's, it's used by so, cricketers quite a lot um, to oh, avoid cramping, and um, yeah. Uh, Daniel Mansell said it, it works a trade, just goes away. What? Yeah. Maybe you'll have to try to do your next ninth grade amateur hockey game. I do know that they said that, you know, cramping, they said, is to do with a lot lack of salt in the body. A lot of people have misconstrued. Mm. But apparently, that is not the case. Oh, really? Nothing to do with that. One of the, your recent medical conferences. Oh, exactly. Yeah, one of the recent medical Did conferences. Did you host this one? Ho- no, I didn't host this one. No, I was just listening carefully. Uh, and no, that, so that's, there's apparently it's nothing to do with that, they've discovered. So, but the pickle juice, there must be something in pickles then. Yes, there right. must be. We'll it's the, the brine, I guess, that they're drinking. Right. Brine. Brine's like algae, isn't it? No. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if they actually swallow it either. I think they might just even swish it around in a bit and then just spit it out. Yeah. I'm so it's not like they're chugging pickle juice on the side <laughs> of the ground. Maybe some of these other players tried this, uh, pickle juice and, uh, and, and then got food poisoning. Uh, okay. Nice, nice attempt to bring it full conspiracy circle. Theory, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, conspiracy theory. Could be. Well, uh, Richo, he was on the telecast having a bit of pickle juice, uh, I think, three quarters of the time. He, he, he swallowed it by the look of things. <laughs> he claims to have loved it, but from what I've heard, uh, it doesn't taste good. Mmm. Mmm. Pickle juice. Alright, well, we might have to, um, we might have to experiment with that, uh, another time. Mm. Oh, so you would like to try some pickle juice on the uh, next podcast with you, Brett? Is that what you suggested? Maybe not, but um, <laughs> maybe someone else can on the, on the team can. All right. And uh, following Port Adelaide's heartbreaking loss to West Coast, President David Koch was more than a little fired up when he spoke at a supporters' function. Uh, he questioned the commitment of players, saying, if they're not prepared to win a premiership for this club, we basically don't want them. Let us know and we'll trade them. And Koshi also took aim at the coach and selection committee, saying, we played a young side tonight, jury's out whether we should have. What did you think of all that, Brent? And this happened straight after yeah, the game as well, after they lost. Yeah. Well, you can't get too much closer than pretty much exactly what they did. Yeah. You can't get any closer. They were in front Yep. for most of the game. Koshi wasn't happy. Um, he seems to be publicly blaming everyone at the club other than himself. So do you reckon that was some pretty high-quality leadership from I mean, Koshi there, Brett? You probably can't really blame Koshi for doing much because he doesn't really do anything, does he? He's just in Well, he's certainly... He's their president. Oh, okay, he does something. Uh, well, <laughs> supposedly. Uh, but it sounds like he's gone, oh, hands off, you guys work it out. And then now that things have gone pear-shaped, only just, though, he's like, oh, it's all your fault. Yep. Um, so you, you're not, not a fan of this... Oh, Koshi's an idiot. Well, <laughs> it's not like, you know, for players who are pretty much just run their guts out and try yeah. as hard as they could, that's the yeah. last thing surely you'd want to hear yeah. from the highest ranking official at your club, basically, to say that, yeah, you know, well, you didn't play that well. It, 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 it <laughs> if you don't want to be here, bugger off, basically. It could have gone absolutely any way. And what, if they had a one, I'm sure he would have said that. I'd, I'd say, I, I say he wouldn't good, have said any of that. Good bet that he, he, said, he wouldn't have said that. No, no right. so I reckon... He'd been pretty happy, I reckon. Oh, exactly, exactly. If you rolled the dice, which they did, and they put in a team, and, and it's not even rolling the dice. They, I'm sure the coach decided who was... And the selection committee decided who was the best to win the win the game, and mm. and they almost did. So there's no one to blame. It was a good game. 
it was could have gone either way. Well, the thing was, I mean, Port Adelaide, if they kicked straight, they probably would have yeah. won yes. that by a couple of goals anyway. Yes, so. they, um, they missed some opportunities. definitely missed some opportunities, absolutely. It's just probably a bit unwarranted from the president of the club, I would have thought. Yeah. It's a bit of a, a bit almost, almost poor sportsmanship, really. To not come out and sort of say, hey, you know, well done, Eagles, because, you know, you, you hung in there. Yeah, I suppose he's... I think it's pretty average. Yeah. Had it been the other way around, and, you know, Eagles had had, had a go at the uh, thing, I'm sure they would have thought, oh, shit, we should have played, you know, uh, Wellington and... Uh, Wellington. Wellington. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Beef Wellington. <laughs> um, Wellingham and... Um, and um, what's his name? Oh, what's his name? Because you know all of them. Uh, Maston. He, Maston. You know, he could have played. I'm glad you got that one right. Or they, or they could have gone, oh, oh, on. Or we could have brought it, you know, could have had a crack at standing, you know, that now we have the forward line or something. You know, there, there was lots of options for both teams and unfortunately you just got to live with the consequences. Yeah. And it was, you should have said, well, you know, Eagles outplayed them by one kick, pretty much. Well, say your coach, Ken Hinkley, or Port Adelaide, who is reportedly sought after by the Gold Coast Suns, what would you be saying when you bump into Koshy after he's he's given you and your players a pretty big serve from a guy who probably should shut up and yeah, as far as I know, didn't have a stellar AFL career or anything that he can hang his hat on. No, I think uh, I would just say, um, uh, you know, sportsmanship. Come on, if you've played sport in your life, you understand sportsmanship, and you should say, well done. Shake the hand and go, you know what? Well played. Like, just, you know, we got beaten on the weekend and we shook their hands and go, here you go, well played. But this is a conversation between the coach and the president. So why are they shaking hands saying that the oh. Eagles played well? This oh, the coach. Yeah, okay. Uh, different question. <laughs> oh, you're well, not listening to Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if you, the coach and the Albert just said, well, there's nothing to say, is there? What is the president what do? What would the coach, coach's opinion of that president sort of, Outburst like can yeah. oh, can he? What would the coach think of that? I'd oh, be pretty curious if I was the if coach. If I was the coach, coach, I'd be yeah, I'd be pretty pissed. Yeah, that, for sure, I'd be just saying you're an idiot. So KT didn't really word that question very well <laughs> yeah, for you, did he, Brad? No, I'm, I'm wondering. <laughs> if he's speaking to an elite class of people that understand his uh, sophisticated language there. Yeah, I'm wondering if we did a podcast and we just sort of started off with one question, left the room, and if you just. Started answering your own questions at that point. We can just come back in 20 minutes. Anyway, uh, well, we might wrap things up there. That was the AFL Analyzed. Thanks for listening.